I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Just trying to give God some back. Just some back of what he didn't gave me. Just a portion, you know. Just I'm just trying, man, to, to, to show some type of gratitude for all his blessings. I'm just trying to. Man, just just get it right sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, man, you just can't do what you want to do and just live wrong all the time, man. You got to, at one point in time, Steve, come on, man. Come on, man. You could do better. I know you can. You know, and, and, and you know what I had to do? I had to stop saying, I'm going to try to do better. And I just had to say, hey, man, I'm going to do better. You know, tr- trying is just to put forth an effort, and then if it don't work, well, okay. But if you make up in your mind that I'm going to do something, then trying isn't enough. It's getting it done is the only thing that matters. See, it's the difference between doing and trying. We're going to try to win the game or we're going to go out here to win the game. Now, trying to win the game means that you could lose. But when you got in your mind made up, most athletes will tell you that they go out there with the full intent and purpose of winning and winning only. See, they don't put the second-place finisher on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Second place don't get you there. You, you got to win. And now take it out of the scope of athletics, but keep it in that type of, type of analogy. In life, man, you just want to win in life, don't you? I mean, at the end of the day, don't you want to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated of life? Don't you want to be recognized for your hard work? Don't you want? You know, to be recognized in the bonus structure down at your job? Don't you 
want to have your plaque up on the wall down at your job? I mean, most people do. Some people could care less. Some people don't care about looking good or being their best. And that's cool, but I ain't talking to them, though. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to those of you who, who, who want to be the best you can be. You know, people, people kill me when they get mad at, at, at people. And he brown nose and he all up on the employee of the month. Man, the dude doing his job to the best of his ability and he getting recognized for it. What that got to do with all that you talking about? Because you ain't up there. You know, it's amazing, man, how people describe other people's success. He's so lucky. Lucky. Hey, man, don't they kind of get you a little bit when people call you lucky? Well, let me tell you what luck really is, y'all. Luck is when hard work bumps up into opportunity. Some people call that luck. But hold on. Let's, let's think about this. If you wasn't working hard and opportunity presented itself, what would you call that? But see, when you've been working hard and opportunity presents itself and it bumps up into each other, now people want to call that luck. But hold up. Here go the part, though, that they ain't paying no attention to. Yeah, that opportunity came by. But if you had not been working hard, and the hard work had not ran up in the opportunity, what would you have? No, sir, it's not luck. It's work. It is work. Because there's a scripture that says, faith without works is dead. But my mama was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me enough, though. Now, I know the difference between right and wrong, just like you do. You ain't got to, you know, it, it kills me when people write a strawberry letter. Am I wrong for this? You know, good and well, look at, let's read your letter. Are you wrong for this? You know, you wrong, but you don't need us to be telling... You know, but I'm going to do this anyway. Well, see, go ahead, though. Do what you want to do. But you know what, y'all? Here's the best advice I can give you. And this is what I really uh, came to talk about this morning, but I got sidetracked because I listened. Get out of your own way. So many of us are blocking our own blessings. We're just in our own way. We are in our own way. And one of the most dangerous ways you can get in your way is to do it your way, to get it figured your way, and to lock in on your way, and this the way it's got to go. Do you know how many people are blocking their blessing? Do you know how long I blocked mine with that mindset right there? Look, cause this the way you do it, you think that make it the right way? You think jazz cause you done thought on it long and hard, and that's what you really want. Do you really think that your way is the right way, or could there be a better way? See, until I started listening to God and started paying attention to his way, man, I was spinning my wheels, man. I was out here so determined this is how I was going to do it. But, you know, I had to learn how to get out of my own way because just because I could do it my way didn't mean it was the right way. I had to get out of my own way. Just get out your way, man. Now, what, what, what does that mean? That means, see, Set your goals. That means have your dreams. That's, I'm, I'm saying set your goals, man. I ain't saying don't set goals. Listen to me. Set your goals. What is it you want to happen? What is it you'd like to have? What is it you'd like to be? What do you aspire to? Set your goals and set your dreams. Now, take your goals and your dreams to God and ask God to show you how. Man, you can save yourself a lot of pain. Listen to somebody who did it his way for so long. And when I finally got out of my way, out of my own way, when you've heard old people say, let go and let God, you've heard them say that. I didn't, I didn't get it, but I got it now. Let go and let God. And it's an amazing little saying, though. 
Now, you know, you may not get it now. It it took me a bunch of years to get it too. But when I took my goals and my dreams and my vision to God, and I said, God, this is what I hope for. This is what I aspire to. This is what I want to be. This is why I would love to get to. Then I said, help me. Show me how. Point me in the right direction. Let me follow your footsteps. Guide me. Give me a a spirit of discernment. Show me who wrong. Because I meet people every day. Ain't up to no good with me. Every single day. Oh, man. Man, I can't believe I run up into you, man. The Lord told me something was going to happen to me today. Well, see, I talk to him every day. He did not mention you to me. He he ain't said nothing to me. He didn't tell me what was going to happen in my Now, that don't mean it can't happen. Because I'm open to it. So, really, man. I'm, I'm, and, I, and, I, and, and please know I'm listening as well as I've ever listened before. But, but get yourself together, though. See, know your goals and your dreams, and then let God show you how to do it. He'll do it. You know, it's so important, everybody, that you get focused, that you aim for something, that you dream of something, that you aspire to something. But it's the most, the best thing you can do after you do all that. Man, get God involved in it, man. Talk to him. I mean, why would you not? What you got to lose? You ain't got to go down there and make no big scene and and run laps around the church and run up there and throw yourself on the altar and scream and flip over and throw money in the air. You ain't got to do that. This you and God, man. This you and God. You know, you got to serve and praise him the way you do it. You got to let nobody else tell you how it's done. It's a personal relationship. People kill me if you don't do it this way. If you don't come here to this church and you don't run around in this circle and you don't get flipped in the air and you don't. Hey, man, you better go have a relationship with God. See what that's about. You understand? Don't nobody throw you off with all that. All right? All right, y'all. Talk to him. He'd love to hear from you today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? Welcome all rise. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man. Man, do you know why I sound glad a lot lately? Because I have reached a new level of gratitude with my Heavenly Father. I I just really, man, started understanding that uh, and really, really facing the fact that the more gratitude I show, the more things he'll give me to be grateful for. So I just decided to make it a very, very conscious effort to stay grateful, stay in touch with him, talk with him continually, stop trying to figure my life out, ask him what it is he want me to do, uh, give us this day our daily bread. And uh, I'm telling you, man, that, that simple change right there has made a world of difference in my outlook. And when you change your outlook, you change your outcome. So here it is. This is a new day. This show is dedicated to everybody with a great outlook today. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, Steve. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Here's who I know got a good outlook. Junior boy. Say, Unc, I'm healthy and I ain't in that hospital. I'm good. It's a good day. Ladies and gentlemen, a man who has to be grateful. Fresh out of surgery. (laughs) Ain't no telling what happened. We will find out. Nephew Tommy. Top, top. Uncle Steve, Shirley Junior. Top of the morning. I'm back. So, Tommy, so, yes, Tommy, so how was it, man? How, how was the operation and everything? What happened? It was good. Two-hour operation. 
Count back to five. I think I got to two. And when I woke up, it was two hours later. Oh, when they Successful. put you under, you mean? Uh-huh. They put me under me. I said, I'm cool. As long as I look around the room, I make sure Conrad Murray ain't in there. As long as he ain't the one yeah. putting me down, <laughs> I'm <be> good. <laughs> you yeah. were. Yeah, that's important. As long as Conrad ain't in there, I'm good. Yeah. But I mm-hmm. will tell y'all, the nephew did make y'all proud and embarrass myself. I did do that. You made us proud? What oh, do you I mean? What you do? Yeah. Ain't no doubt about I, that. Okay, so I wake up. <laughs> I'd be I wake surprised up. if you didn't have a stupid story. Go ahead. <laughs> I woke up two hours long. They threw it to surgery. The nurse standing over. She says, we're done. I said, that's it? She said, we've been gone for two hours. I said, are you serious? She said, yes. And I'm sitting there in the gown, but I remember, you know, when I went in, I had the gown and my underwear on. Mm-hmm, and I yeah. said, hey, hey, where my underwear at? I went in there with underwear. Well, uh, Tommy, you had a bit of an accident during the search. I said, huh? What? And then my, and my wife in the back corner, you peed on yourself doing surgery, boy. <laughs> what? God, you keep folding up my underwear, putting it in the plastic bag. Yeah, you did. I'm telling down. everybody. Oh and pee God. on yourself is surgery. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I did. So you I did. do that. <laughs> Hey, did you tell anybody? Did you tell anybody in that damn hospital that you was nephew Tommy? They knew that day one, huh? Uh, and be you damn. just told ten million people. Just brought the name all the way down. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Well. Uh, uh, wow, nephew. Uh, coming up at thirty-two after. I did. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk about the first public impeachment hearings. Uh, unless you have more to say, nephew Mm-mm. and Uncle no, Steve. I'm good. Wow, we're gonna do that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so TikTok, TikTok. Yesterday was the first public impeachment hearing. Um, the Democrats decided to start the hearings with two State Department witnesses, Bill Taylor, the top U.S. diplomat in Ukraine, and Deputy Assistant Secretary of State George Kent. Both Taylor and Kent have long careers and deep experience with Ukraine in particular, and both are, are rather appalled by what President Trump did with Ukraine. Democratic Chairman Adam Schiff said in his opening statement, Is this what Americans should now expect from their president? Take a listen. Is this what Americans should now expect from their president? If this is not impeachable conduct, what is? Does the oath of office itself, requiring that our laws be faithfully executed, that our president defend a constitution that balances the powers of its branches, setting ambition against ambition so we become no monarchy, still have meaning? These are the questions we must ask and answer, without rancor if we can, without delay regardless, and without party favor, and without prejudice if we are true to our responsibilities. Benjamin Franklin was asked what kind of a country America was to become. A republic, he answered, if you can keep it. The fundamental issue raised by the impeachment inquiry into Donald J. Trump is, can we keep it? Mm. I saw the opening. Without um, prejudice mm -hmm. and without partisanship. Yeah. Uh, two things that this country is not really good at at all. So here we go. We've started the inquiry process for impeachment. Uh The Republicans are going to sit over there and just go, he's done nothing impeachable. Uh Uh, You know, he's done, there was no 
whatever they call that, whatever they want to call that. They, there was none of that. Uh, he's done nothing illegal. The economy is booming. Uh, there's, we've got enough people that says that that's not what he was doing, and that's where they're going to sit. Hold yes, on. sir. I got where they're going to sit. Are we being aggressive, though? Are the Democrats being aggressive? Well, let me say this. I, I saw the opening, and um, the Democrats laid out their case. They definitely have a case. Uh, the, the the Republicans tried to stop uh, Adam Schiff in his opening statement at every turn. Uh, I think his name is Jim Jordan, the one yeah. they call the Bulldog. Bulldog. Yeah. He was on ready, set, go. Did have a question, though. Yeah, Not a he question. Was, yeah, Adam Schiff handled himself very well. It was dignified. Uh, they, have, they do have a case. Uh, uh, Bill Taylor, uh, Ambassador Taylor, and uh, Deputy Secretary of State George Kent, they both... Uh, spoke very well. They spoke their truth. So um, that's all I got a chance to see today. I believe but, that, Shirley. Yeah. I, I didn't see it. I'm, I'm still out the country. But mm-hmm. here's, here's, here's my problem. The Democrats, I believe they do have a case. Oh, they do. I believe that in the House, he will get voted to take it to impeachment. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to the Senate, where the Republicans have the majority, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see how it's going to get out of the Senate. And it has to get out of the Senate to become an impeachable offense. To my well, understanding, mm-hmm. that's yeah, the way yeah. it works. Yeah. So uh, I don't see, they're going to hold party line, man. This is the most racially divided and bipartisanship I've ever seen, ever. They don't work across the mm-hmm. aisle on a damn thing. Bipartisan, whatever. They, bipartisan they means they work together, Democrats and Republicans. Partisan means happy. they don't. Yeah. No. They well, they ain't then. But no. but to to I mean, <laughs> they abuse ain't. of power for sure. Abuse of power for sure. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, <laughs> it was just crazy. Uh, David Nunez went his opening statement. <laughs> I mean, it read like uh, uh, like he was doing a TV show or, or lines from a movie or something. It was just, um, anyway, it's going to go on this week and next week as the witnesses continue to come in and tell their side of the story. So we'll be watching, uh, of course. Are they showing this on Fox? Yes, they are yeah, showing, it, showing on it on every channel. On every channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. then yeah. that's going to be interesting. Yeah. That's going to be interesting because a lot of Fox viewers have never seen the facts that CNN lays out because Fox don't report that. Fox does not report everything that the president has done, every lie he's told. They don't they don't they don't show it that way. They just flat out don't report a lot of what he does, and that's what keeps his uh base energized. It's going to be real interesting when all of them sit. Now he'll lose some support but his base, those people are just, they, they there. They ain't going but, nowhere. They ain't and the, the, no. the thing about it was that uh, what I did learn from it, Steve, the takeaway was that uh, Rudy Giuliani is hey. uh, our Secretary hey. of State. Hey, <laughs> And I know Giuliani was hoping them two shut up talking. Yes. So he <laughs> need to be in there. Uh. Yeah, forget Mike Pompeo. No. Uh, Rudy Giuliani is the Secretary of State, okay? He was handling our foreign, foreign yeah. policy. 
Well, guys, the next planned hearing is on Friday when former U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, uh, Marie Yovanovitch, is slated to testify. That's the woman that uh, was fired. She was ousted from her post back in April, so she wasn't around for many of the key events of the scandal. But her fate is uh, sort of prologue to the story since she is viewed as the victim of a smear pan uh, campaign from the president's lawyer. Here's the name again, Rudy Giuliani and his Ukrainian right. allies that the president claims he doesn't know but he's in all these pictures with them. So um, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. It's very it's, interesting. Yeah. Interesting to watch. Rudy is in a lot of trouble. Us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to testify, man. I don't you believe don't nothing. So? This guy, no, I, just, I, don't, I think he's just going to refuse. Mm -hmm. And you can't indict a sitting president, so what they going to do to him? I, I just think he's going to refuse. He's never going to show you his tax returns. He's not doing none of that. This dude is a gangster, man, and they like him. This yeah. is this is. He's running man, the country like ridiculous. he would run his business, right? Okay. Uh, mm. Coming up next. Bankruptcy. <laughs> coming up next. Hello. Nephew is back from surgery, and he's going to run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, John Legend, guys. John Legend was crowned People Magazine's Sexiest Man of the Year. Congratulations mm. going Go out ahead, to John, John Legend. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. What? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Past, past I you, love Tom. it. Mm -hmm. They, they, they mm -hmm. consider you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, haters John gonna hate. Legend? John Legend. I he ain't hate good, Tommy John? on that now. Yeah. He looks John. good. <laughs> yeah. I know I ain't in it, yeah, but, but me damn. Damn. <laughs> damn. I love John really? Legend. Really? It's a clearly, perfect choice. Clearly. Oh, we, we love him. Three, the three of us. Well, yeah. we, he's a bad brother. He's, yeah, he he's is. socially conscious and all of that. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. got a great voice, great stylist. Mm -hmm. be, be but I'm unconscious on him being sexy. I'm unconscious <laughs> on this here. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, he's sexiest Shock man me. of the year. Lil Nas X nabs a, a huge country music award. And uh, we're going to talk about these stories. And Miss Ann will be here with today's national news at the top of the hour. But right now, uh, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev? Fresh out of school. Calvin done lost his damn mind. <laughs> what? Yeah, so has People Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate. Congratulations, Let's go, John Legend. <laughs> Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a brief. Please. This is Bree. Hi, Bree. This is Officer from the Dallas Police Department. Yes. Okay. Wanted to give you a call, ma'am. We have your husband, Mr. Calvin. Uh-huh. Is there any way you can actually come down to the police station today? Um, are you sure it's my husband, Calvin? Is he Calvin? Yes, that's my husband. Okay. We have Calvin. He's been picked up for a Class C misdemeanor. And, uh -huh. and I wanted to see if you're uh, able to pick him up. We're not going to press charges. There is a $250 fine that needs to be paid, but we I'm giving you a call. He asked me to call his wife to see if you would actually come and pick him up. So is a $250 fine due as soon as I get there? Uh, yes, we do need the $250 fine. Oh, okay, Lord, because I don't, I don't have it. I'm going to call his mom and get it. But what is he there for? Uh, he was in decent exposure, ma'am. He was in a park. Are you familiar with Lakeside Park? Yeah. Okay, he was out at Lakeside Park, and he was in decent exposure. He had no clothes on. He was with another person, uh, another uh, female out there, and they had no clothes on. Okay, 
Benjamin, hold the hell up. You, you, you are making a big mistake. Because Calvin supposed to be at work. That's what the hell Calvin's supposed to be. Not at a car. So you saying that you saw him. Were you the detective that caught him? I'm not the, uh, it's not a detective. There was actually a police officer, ma'am, that actually brought them in. They both were brought in here um, about two hours ago. He's been processed. Huh. He has been processed, but we need somebody to actually come pick him up now. Okay, and, and, okay. This gets, okay, well, tell me, um, what is the, who is the female, what's the female name? Is y'all arrested too? Uh, Did she, she that with him? She has been arrested. She's actually on the other side of the uh, jail. She's on the woman, women's oh. side. Okay, can you give me her name? I do not have, have her name in front of me. I will be able to have that a little later. Or, um, but right now, I think more importantly, he's he's actually sitting in a holding tank with not with no clothes on. So I wait a minute. I, I mean, Calvin done lost his god mind. I'm not coming to pick him up for no that. Let me tell you what you need to be telling Calvin. You need to tell Calvin that he need to come up with two hundred and fifty dollars to get his out that. Just got himself in, and then he need to come up with some more money to pay for this divorce. Cause I'm handing him these papers, and you tell him, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'll do it for him. I'm gonna call his mama, and she can come get his. I know well, Kevin have his fat. No, walk this clothes down. Now where he get this old freaky shit from? I, um, and those all they got to see that you know that's what they taking now. Uh, uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna call his mama, and I'm gonna tell she ain't gonna believe me, cause I wanted to bring her. Okay, uh, no. uh, Miss Miss Bree. Yes. All right, I just got some paperwork in here uh, about who the actual female he he was uh, arrested with. She was also out there at Lakeside Park, and uh-huh. uh, let's see here. It seems like we Ooh. got a Miss Francis Francis. Uh, uh, Francis. You sure you found a Francis out there naked? Yes, ma'am. Are you? I'm sorry. Do you know a Francis? Yes, I know Francis. That's my sister. <laughs> okay. Well, can I say something else about your sister? Can I tell you this? Go ahead. Francis has got me to prank phone call you, baby. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Bree, you just got pranked by your sister Francis. <laughs> What's the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> How about this for a surprise, Francis? If you listen, I'm going to whoop your ass, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know Calvin and lost his damn man. Y'all know that. You know he had. <laughs> hey, man. Lost his okay. damn man.
Listen, I got a uh, comedy laugh fest. Comedy laugh fest. You can go to my website and see everybody that's on the show. Go to thomasmiles.com. Comedy laugh fest jumps off December the 7th in the DMV. All right? That's that D.C., Virginia, Maryland area. It is the one and only D.L. Hughley. It is Eddie Griffin. It is Dion Cole. It is Tommy Davidson, hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. And then it goes on to the 28th. The 28th, we will be in Chicago. The 29th, now, check, go to thomasmiles.com. I don't want to confuse you because the lineup changes, but you are going to have DL. You are going to have Dion Cole. You are going to have Nep- Tom- Nephew Tommy. Thad interchanges, earthquake interchanges. Bruce Bruce and it changes. Come check it out. Go to thomasmiles.com and you will see we are there 27th through the 31st. We might be in a city near you. That is Comedy Lab Fest. Well, that's great, okay. Tommy. Okay. You're going to be doing fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be good. fine. You know, if you I got to go under my damn sling, as long as I don't pee on myself no more, I'm good, sure. Oh, my God. All right, uh, thank you, nephew. That baby bladder. Coming up at the top of the hour. That's big with (laughs) Entertainment and (laughs) national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, John Legend, that's right, I said John Legend is crowned People Magazine's sexiest man alive, baby. Uh, John said in a tweet that he is perplexed, but he thanks <laughs> he people perplexed. for finding he him perplexed. sexy. Uh, uh, of the honor, uh, John Legend, who is 40 years old, he told People Magazine, I was excited, but I was a little scared at the same time because it's a lot of pressure. Everyone's going to pick, be picking me apart to see if I'm sexy enough to hold this title. I'm also following Idris Elba, which is not fair and is not nice to me. Uh, <laughs> wife Chrissy Teigen tweeted, I cannot wait for people to get mad about John being the sexiest man alive. It's my new Starbucks holiday cup. Other previous winners include, of course, Dwayne Johnson, Denzel Washington, Brad Pitt, Idris Elba, and David Beckham. Now, see, listen to me. Clearly, I know I don't belong in that group. I'm I'm good with that. The sexiest, I know that. richest man alive. Yeah. Sexiest, richest man alive. All yeah. them people oh. you just named got money. So let's let's, I'm let's just to help stop you out, this, my brother. And get, no, 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 no. All them people on that list got money. I'm very clear that I don't belong mm-hmm. on that list. Mm-hmm. I have never thought I would be. I would be beyond perplexed if they announced that I was the winner. Matter of fact, I called down there and see what the hell was wrong. Am I being pranked? Yeah. Tommy must be behind me. Because ain't no way in hell people have said it made me the damn sexiest man alive. Okay, I ain't okay. even the sexiest man damn near dead. Okay, so just for just for kicks and giggles, Steve. Uh, mm-hmm. Ring, ring. Hello, hello. Hello, may I speak to Steve Harvey, please? Yeah, this is Steve. What's happening? Oh, hi, Steve. This is Shirley Strawberry from People Magazine. Um, from where? From People Magazine. Oh, okay, cool. What, what y'all uh, look for? All interviews, uh, you have to call my publicist. Oh or no, my no, office, no, okay? no, no, no. Uh, no, this is not for an interview. You've been in our magazine uh, many, many okay. times. I just wanted yes, to uh, let y'all. you know that I have the honor of uh, telling you that you are People Magazine's Sexiest Man of the Year. Hello? Get the f*** out of here. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be (laughs) bull. 
That's a prank. So who is this? I can't. I can't Hello, uh, Tommy. Hi, Mr. Harvey. Hi. Tommy, it's... quit playing, man. Oh, no. lady, I don't know who you is. Quit playing, Tommy. I know you, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy on the phone. <laughs> no, Tommy, there's no hello. one. Uh, there's no one on here but me, Mr. Harvey lady, Shirley Strawberry. Lady, I'm editor. Lady, 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 I ain't got time for this. Tommy. Of People Magazine. <laughs> Tommy Tom. The prank's on you, baby. This prank is on you. No, Mr. no, no. Harvey. Shirley is the co-host of the show. Hey, white lady, listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> I ain't got time for this here. Mr. Yeah, you Harvey, call I him can't. with your little bougie voice. That ain't even real nobody. That ain't even real. Don't nobody really talk like that. I can't tell if you're excited or if you're angry, Mr. Harvey. I just told you we named you Sexiest Man Alive. Congratulations. And what I just say, girl, girl, <laughs> girl, y'all ain't know how to get in touch with Will Smith or nothing. You ain't even want to try little ass Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> He got a nice ass body. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how that would go if Steve were picked oh, for, for sexiest man it. alive, oh, okay? I, I can see you saying all of that. <laughs> <laughs> but con- congratulations to John Legend. He is a great guy who has it all. Uh, time now, Steve, for today's headlines. <laughs> Sexy man alive. Come on, sexy. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Trill. Uh, Thank you very much. Okay, this is Andrew with the news. The House Intelligence Committee opened the public phase of its impeachment inquiry yesterday. If you didn't see it, start out with a testimony by Deputy Assistant Secretary for European and Eurasian Affairs, George Kent, and the acting U.S. Ambassador in Ukraine, William Taylor. Uh, Taylor bore witness to a scheme that he and Kent described as being direct opposition to U.S. interests, and which he further described as wildly orthodox and way out of bounds. I think it's crazy to withhold security assistance for help with a political campaign. What did you mean when you said you thought it was crazy? I meant that because of the importance of security assistance, because that was so important, that security assistance was so important for Ukraine, as well as our own national interest, to withhold that assistance for no good reason other than help with a political campaign made no sense. Uh, It was illogical. It could not be explained. It was crazy. Boltzmann largely repeated the testimony that they gave behind closed doors. Meanwhile, President Trump received another legal slap yesterday. The U.S. Appeals Court decided not to revisit an October decision supporting a House subpoena for his financial records. Trump's lawyers can still appeal to the Supreme Court. Ohio Congressman Tim Ryan says he's endorsing Joe Biden for president. Ryan, a former presidential candidate himself, tells MSNBC that this election is more than just beating Donald Trump. He says it means more to the American people than just beating the man. The best thing we can do for the environment environment and climate change is to beat Donald Trump or provide health care and prescription drugs. We've got to beat Donald Trump. And to me, it's clear uh, as you go round and round and think about all of these great candidates that that's Joe Biden. And I'm going to support him. I'm going to do everything I can for him in the early states and in the Midwest to help him become the nominee and beat Donald Trump. Meanwhile, there's another possible entry for Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick, who has reportedly told some senior Democrats he's ready to enter the primary race tomorrow. Cops in Philly say that an 11- month-old baby shot several times when his father allegedly took him along on a drug deal as a human shield, thinking nobody would shoot the child. 
The baby shot in the head, torso, and if he survives, he'll most likely be a quadriplegic. That father, Nafis Monroe, is obviously under arrest. Yes, he is. Yesterday, Colin Kaepernick uh, tweeted in response to the NFL hosting a private workout for him in Atlanta over the weekend. Uh, NFL analyst Ian Rappaport says that Jay-Z, who's been working with the NFL on some social justice issues, was involved in that and pushed the idea. Today is National Teddy Bear Day. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so we have to say congratulations to Lamar Odom again. Lamar has proposed to his girlfriend. Uh, no, it is not Khloe Kardashian. They did not get back together. Her name is somebody he met at the brothel, sure. Her name, don't do that, Tommy. Her name is okay. Sabrina Parr. They've been dating for three months. You know, Mm -hmm. he doesn't go in for long proposals. You know that. uh, Long engagements or anything. Sabrina Instagram, her fantastic news with a photo of the massive pear-shaped diamond ring uh, that Lamar gave her. It is beautiful. She wrote to her followers in all caps, quote, I said yes. I love it. So congratulations to Lamar and Sabrina. It seems like, yeah, it seems like November and December is a popular time to propose. Um, so, gotta ask you this. Today's relationship topic, is it easier to be single in a relationship, married or divorced? What do you guys think? Easier. Single. Yeah. Junior, you say be single worked. because you're single. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, All right. I and think it's much... Go ahead, Junior. No, I just said I'm single. You know, I just worry about me. Mm. Uh-huh. That's yeah. why. Yeah. 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 That's the simplest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's, uh... I think it's very easy to be divorced. I think that's the happiest time in a man's life. That that was that for you to get divorced. Yeah, yeah oh, I, I think, think divorce is like a death. <laughs> oh oh oh! Well, listen. I mean, divorce is hard, but yeah. after it's over, though, mm-hmm. that's the happiest Relieving. day in a man's life. Yeah, but you know what? That's his happiest. Really? Not really, but I'm just saying. <laughs> for you know, it's it's difficult. Divorce is difficult, but yeah. after it's over, it's the best day of his mm-hmm. life. But don't but men, I Steve? agree with Junior. I think single is the yeah. It's the most carefree time because you ain't got to worry about no, especially if you're single with no kids. What? Yeah. Oh man, you I'm just here killing. Go and do it how you want to do it. No one to answer but, to. Can do whatever yeah. you want. At the come same home. time, mm-hmm. after being divorced, after being single, and after being happily married, mm-hmm. this is actually the best phase of my life ever. I my the last fourteen years of my life have been the best. Mm, that's really I, I good. have no other that's period really that even comes. Happily close married to is a beautiful so. thing, man. Well, it's I wanted to get thing. to you, nephew. Happily married is a beautiful thing. I'm yes, all that all day long. All day long. No, Let me tell you something. No. Doing this surgery, what? if my no. wife wouldn't have been there, Wait oh my a minute. god. Tommy, yeah. are you for huh? real right now? What I say? No. <laughs> yeah. All day long. Ain't nobody Tommy. happily married all damn day long, every damn day. <laughs> ain't nobody that. You mean you ain't looked upside her head and that time it went? Oh, I have. Are you on meds? Are you talking <laughs> right now. about? Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm on meds right now. What'd I say, y'all? Oh, man. <laughs> all day long. You said you happy in your marriage all right, well, all uh, the listen. Time. Coming up at 34 after the hour, uh, we're going to do some trending sports news. Colin Kaepernick gets an NFL workout. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
In trending sports news, Colin Kaepernick's chances of returning to the NFL will get a big boost this weekend when he will get to work out for representatives from all 32 teams. 32-year-old Kaepernick hasn't played since 2016, which is when he began protesting police brutality and racial injustice by kneeling during the national anthem. The league invited him yesterday to an open workout in Atlanta on Saturday uh, that all teams are welcome to attend. Kaepernick will get on the field to show whether or not he's still in game shape and will also sit for interviews. But it is unclear how many teams will actually attend especially since they've uh, been given such short notice. Kaepernick's reps asked the league to move the workout to Tuesday because half of the teams will be busy traveling on Saturday and therefore some coaches and general managers may not be available to attend. Yeah, that's hmm. a bad slot. Uh-huh. That ain't a good yeah. slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So did they move it to Tuesday? Uh, no, 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 it's going to, no. It's going to be Saturday? Yeah, it's going to be uh, Saturday. Yeah. Well, uh, who who you think he could play for right now? Who could really use a quarterback right now, like Kaepernick? Oh, I don't know. Well, you know, hold on, man. Let's. I I like Colin. I really, really do. He hasn't played in a while. And last time he did play, it was an effective play. Do I think he deserves a shot? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Now, are there teams who could use take a look at him? Yes, I think uh, I think that Chicago could take a look at him because they have a struggling QB situation up there. They do. I think he would be good to look at down in Tampa Bay mm-hmm. uh, because they're struggling a bit. I mm-hmm. think, and um, you know, I, I think it's a lot of places, man, that could use some. Uh, the Jets need a backup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of teams need a backup, you know. And so he's I think he's worth the look. I don't I don't know that he could start for anybody right now. Uh but he could definitely so yeah, yeah, I think I don't think he could start for anybody right now, but I think he's definitely capable of playing backup and then getting a shot at the starting job. You gotta remember he ain't been hit in three, four years. Yeah. At all. Yeah, he he has no contact. Yeah. No Isn't he in shape though? He he does he work out every day, shape. right? Yeah. yeah. Sure. When you ain't been hit, though, shape ain't got nothing to do with yeah. getting hit. Get hit. Uh, just yeah. That shape <laughs> yeah. can change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But I'm glad they're giving him some kind of shot. I hope it's I hope it's a good shot. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You don't want I mean, to be you like know, it's got a little, little funkiness to it. It's sad. It's yeah. short notice. You know, yeah. they gave him sad. A lot of teams traveling, like they said. You know. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of got a little take-it-or-leave-it flavor to it. But, mm-hmm. you know, you never know. I, I hope he lands somewhere. I really, really do. Yeah. Right. I really, really do, man. Yeah. I, I just like the fact he, that he's not giving up on his dream. You know, that's his dream, to play football, obviously. And um, he's staying in shape, and he's staying ready, so he won't have to get ready. That part I like yeah. about, you know, And this ain't about money. He got money. Yeah. He want to play. Yeah. He wants to play. Yeah, That's compete. his dream. He wants to play. Yeah, he mm-hmm. wants to compete, man. And I, I, yeah. I think he's great. I'm with him. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. I hate that they played him out so long in his prime years, but yeah, I think out. he's good. Is it like? But, you know, if you stay in great shape, you know, like like a, like a Brady or something like that, it can happen. Brett Farr played for a long time. You know, quarterbacks, uh, you know, Brady, they, they, what, they stick around did, when they did. Did Ali have to sit out in his prime? That's what I was going to ask, yeah. 
Yeah, that absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. That dude, was, three years of the, the best, <laughs> and came back and took every title. This was a bad man now. Yeah. Yes, Make sir. no mistake about it. But they stripped him in his prime. But he still came back, man. You know, mm. and, and and made a huge dent. Just an amazing athlete and, and more than an athletic was a spokesperson for the world. Yeah. Ali was probably mm-hmm. the greatest athlete ever lived. Mm. Wow. That's saying a lot. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, guys, uh, coming up next, the nephew in the building with a prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, her old man is taking care of my family. What? Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, mm. but right now, <laughs> yeah, wait till you hear this one. Right now, though, the nephew is here in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Well, Shirley, we're going to have Chopper's funeral, but we're going to have it at the club. Chopper's funeral at the club. Let's go to the club. Come mm-hmm. on, cat. Hello? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to reach uh, James. James. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Hey, this this is uh, Gerald. Uh, I, I was a friend of uh, uh, your, your friend Chopper. Yeah, yeah, huh? And Chopper just uh, passed away last week, right? Uh, I know they supposed to have a funeral and stuff over at uh at Mount Baptist Church, and uh, I, I don't really know you, but me, me and me and Chopper and a bunch of the rest of us, man, we used to hang out at the club, not too far from the house. You know, that's pretty much where yeah. Chopper was all the time at the, uh-huh. at the club. Yeah. Anyway, what bunch of us was over at the club talking, man, and I was, we was really wanting to reach out to one of the family members, you know, and then somebody said you was, you know, kind of a good friend of his, uh-huh. and. Well, we 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 decided to call you and see if you didn't mind. Do you think that you can talk to uh some of the family members and see if they don't mind having the funeral at the club? At the club. Let me let me try to explain something to you, uh, Jane. Is what we're trying to do is see. We believe well, that we believe. Well, you you said at the club. Come on, the club. There's a funeral. What? And I understand it, but see. See, Chopper, Chopper ain't really go to church a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? He ain't really, really go long as I've been knowing him. Now he loved the Lord and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah but these are church going folks. They yeah, want a funeral. But I, I understand, but see, Chopper wouldn't. Chopper wouldn't. Chopper went to the club. So what I'm asking you is, let's have a funeral at the club. Hell no, bro. Come on, we can't have no funeral at no club, man. Come on. What what I'm saying is though is that he wasn't really no church-going person. I believe that a person ought to be, uh, the last words ought to be said over him in a place he's more familiar with. You know what I'm saying? Player, player, no, I don't I don't know what you mean, player. No, this this got to be a funeral. This this, this is church for, I go to church and all my folks go to church. No, we, we, we got to do this thing up in church. This, this is a church thing. But you don't feel, but do you understand where I'm coming from? No, that man ought to have gone on. And, and the last words ought to be in a place he more familiar with. Now, if he went to church, then I understand that. You see no, what I'm saying? No, bro. Hell no, no. See, it's, it's his chance to get himself right. We're going we don't to have him up in church in, in front of everybody. You know, that don't make sense. Who's this again? I mean, who are you? My, my name's Gerald. But, but who is Gerald? I mean, 
how do you, how do you relate to this? Are you a preacher or are you? No, no, what, no. What are you? No, 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 no. I'm I'm I was friends with Chopper, and see, I hung out at the club and still hang out there with um a whole bunch of you know was real good friends with Chopper, and we were saying that you know yeah. Chopper's the last words about Chopper ought to be said at the club because see that's what Chopper was. But five six days a week, that's what Chopper was. Yeah, but what church are you affiliated with? I mean, what what why the hell would I I I, I try to talk to the family, make me look stupid in front of the family, telling them to put the thing in a club. How the f- is that gonna go off? Well, well, see, see, that's what I'm saying. You know them way more than we do, cause yeah, see, but they. You talking about trying to move from a damn funeral at a church to a damn nightclub or a strip club or something? No, not no strip club, just a nightclub. Well, you- it's the same thing, ain't it? I mean, you talking about having folks travel from across the country and meeting in the damn club? What kind of? That. But that's and what Chopper how, was. That's what Chopper was. How I'm going to look if I'm the one telling them to move this to the damn club? You're going to look like somebody that's trying to... I'm going to look like a fool. No, you're not. You're going to look like somebody that's trying to keep it real. I can't even come to the damn funeral if I was to do some like that. Okay, okay, let me ask you this here then, uh, Jane. Do you think you can uh, maybe get the body and bring it over to the club? No, hell no, well, I'm just saying, before they even do the funeral or whatever, oh, you... Oh, hell no. I ain't touching I'm scared to walk in the dog by myself. What the I'm going to touch this body for? Hell no. We're just trying to say our last words at Chopper Man in a place that Chopper well, most... No, hell no. Again, who the are you? How the you get my number? They, the, somebody at the club had your number said you was friends. Why the y'all call me, of all folk? Because why the y'all call me? They say you good, you in with the family, and you can I talk. I am in with the family, but I ain't in in the family. Make me look stupid. Hell no. Won't y'all, I give y'all the number to the family. Y'all call the family. Y'all tell them that yourself. Man, I want, I just want, trying to get you to bring the body by, man, and let us. No, I ain't touching no dead body. We just want to have one last drink with Chopper, well, man. you have one with your boys, and you, you, you get together with them. And y'all talk about bottom and, 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 and let him know how Chopper was, what kind of person he was, what kind of person he was. But we need now. to, we want Chopper to be there. This Chopper, this is Chopper you talking about, man. Y'all this, bring y'all to the church. Y'all need to be up in the church. We want to have Chopper at the club where we man, know. come on, man, y'all full of Well, we y'all know. Y'all ain't going to my up and have my looking like a fool at a damn funeral. But, but that's about Chopper, though. And damn right it's about Chopper. You bring Chopper to that club. Y'all tripping, man. I ain't doing I'm just going to this funeral. I'm going to tell the family what I think about Chopper, and I'm moving my on. If y'all want to act crazy in front of the family, y'all call the family yourself and do that Look, I got one more thing I want to say. I don't even know your What? 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 This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. (laughs) This Nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy told me to prank you. Man, y'all full of. I just know y'all ain't did this. James, this is Nephew Tommy, man. No, 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 player. Oh, oh, man. Hey man, oh. I got one more thing to ask you, man. Oh, what man. is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve.
Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> you know, a funeral ain't got to be at the church. Sometimes it can be at the club, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can have it what? either way. You can have it either way. Wow. Well, that's what Chopper spent all his time. Wow. Sure. That's where he spent his time. Not. You might well have that's a funeral. That's crazy. <laughs> Holiday Comedy Jam. We are coming your way Friday, December the 20th at the Met in Philadelphia. You don't want to miss it. It's the Holiday Comedy Jam. You got Earthquake, J. Anthony Brown, Kid Junior Spates, hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. That is Friday, December the 20th. Tickets on sale at all Ticketmaster outlets, and you can go to the Met Philadelphia box office and get your tickets right there. This is a WDASFM event. All right, man. Hey, Tom, mm-hmm. so what was you thinking about when you released yourself on the operator? On operator? What was you thinking about? Where was you at? Junior, I was under. I was sedated. I was yeah. out. Yeah, but in your dream, was you thinking you was in the bathroom? Oh. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even remember dreaming. Yeah. When you go that far under, then you too yeah, far. That's you, what you we have, do. You can't we dream control you. Uh-huh. And it happens. He hasn't done that. Oh. Yeah, you yeah. dream you urinate. <laughs> And as a boy, it's so real. Yeah, it's real. Oh, God. As an adult. I'm over here by this tree. (laughs) And I'm always outside somewhere when I used to be on myself in my dream. All right, guys. Uh, Thank you, nephew. Thank you, guys. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. We'll get into it. Subject, uh, her old man is taking care of my family right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, sex, work, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Let's go. Let's buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Dear Stephen Shirley... The subject, her old man is taking care of my family. (laughs) I jumped ahead of myself, excited to get into this one. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have two children with my high school sweetheart. Uh, We both come from seriously dysfunctional families, and we were all uh, each other had. Shortly after we graduated, I got incarcerated for 18 months on a drug possession charge. During this time, my kid's mother met an older guy, and he began to take care of her and my kids. He bought her a new car and moved her and the kids into an upscale apartment. I'm not a fool, so... I know there was give and take in this situation, but I was locked up, so what could I say? I've been out of jail for about nine months, and he has continued to cover all of my family's expenses. I talked to my girl about the older guy, and she says she has no problem with me staying with her and and getting my life back on track. But here's the big problem. I can't take the disappearance of my girl once or twice a week. I know where she's going. But he, but we never talk about it and feel. Uh, I feel more and more emasculated uh, each time she disappears. I have a decent job, but it's not the type of job that will keep her in the lifestyle she's accustomed to. The only way I know how to do that would be to go back to doing what got me sent to jail years ago. My girl told me that she hopes I can step up to the plate and take care of my family so she can let the guy go and we can be a family again. I appreciate this guy for holding it down while I was gone, but she needs to let him go now and adjust her lifestyle a little bit. (laughs) But 
uh, a little bit. I have thought about leaving while I still have some pride and dignity, but I, uh, I couldn't stand leaving my children again. Is it too much to ask for her to move to a less expensive apartment so we can build a new life together? She says she loves me more than anything, but I'm not so sure. What should I do? Please advise. Well, if she loved you more than anything, it seems like she would be with you and she would have already left this older guy. Uh, And and if you love her like you say you do, you have to take that chance. you got to take that risk um, and ask her, you know, what does she want to do or will she come back to you and move to a a lesser lifestyle? You know, sometimes when you get introduced to, to... to different things and newer things, you get accustomed to it and you don't want to leave that situation. But, you know, you can take the risk and ask her, uh, please don't go back to doing what you used to do to make money. You already know the end of that movie, okay? You know that drugs is not the way to go. I do hope you get yourself together. I really do. You sound like a decent guy. Um, You know, however, you moving in with her, knowing the circumstances, you know, is there a time limit? Are you are do, have you made a plan? You know, I'm going to stay with you for a couple of months until I get myself together. Then I'm going to get my own and I want you and the kids to come back to me. That seems how it should work out. You know, and then you won't have to sit there and watch her go back and forth to this man and, and all of that. Uh, so that's my advice to you. Save your money. Get yourself together. Get out of there with her where you can see what's going on and ask her if she wants to come back. Do you really still want her back if you love her then that's what you're going to have to do i don't think you should uh you know leave your kids and all of that but get your own stuff your own self stuff and and uh you know get your own house so you can be with her and be with your family if that's still what she wants to do but even if she doesn't come with you you'll have your own place where your kids can come steve oh this is a pretty sad letter because this is a young brother that wrote this letter and, you know, I could have a ton of jokes for this, but let me try to help you, little soldier. Let, let, let me try to just give you what I think. Uh, you got two kids, which is uh, your ultimate responsibility, which your high school sweetheart. Uh, you both came from uh, seriously uh, dysfunctional families, you say. And so uh, that's pretty much explains what we're going to hear in this letter, you say. Uh, shortly after y'all graduated, uh, you got incarcerated for 18 months for drug possession. Then, while you were away, your baby mama met an older man, and he began taking care of her and my kids. Well, the kids, he, her and the kids, they put y'all in an upscale apartment. You know, then you say, I ain't no fool, so I know... There was some give and take in this situation. But I was locked up, so what could I say? Now, you've been out of jail now for nine months, and he has continued to cover all of my family's expenses. You just said a little bit earlier, you know there's some give and take in this relationship. He's continuing to take care of all your family's expenses. I talked to my girl about the older guy. She says she ain't got no problem with me staying with her getting my life back on track, which is exactly what she didn't have to tell this man, that my baby's father got out of jail and I need to help him so he can get his life on track. Now, the older guy, young man, then went along with this because she got to come over there a couple times a week. And that's all it was. They had a little arrangement going. 
So as long as she keep coming over two times a week, this ain't going to be no problem for her. For, I mean, for him. So you talk to my girl. She said she ain't got no problem with you staying with her. But here's the big problem. I can't take the disappearance of my girl once or twice a week. I know where she's going, but we never talk about it, and I feel more and more emasculated each time she disappears. Yes, you do, and yes, you should, and we come back, I'm going to tell you what I think. All right, we're going to have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter, her her old man is taking care of my family. Uh, We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, her old man is taking care of my family. Here's the deal. Without the jokes, here's a young man that was high school sweetheart that had two kids. Shortly after they graduated, he got arrested on drug uh, possession. He served 18 months. While he was away, his girl started dating this older man. He moved her and them two kids into an upscale apartment. And when he got out, he wanted to get his life back together. So he thinking he had some. She said, I don't mind you staying here while you get your life together. Sound to me like, you know, get your stuff together and then get your stuff and get out. I don't know. I'm just saying. She don't mind you coming over to get your life together. But you know there's a give and take. This man paying all these bills, taking care of these kids. She disappears twice a week. Now, when she disappears, young man, this throws you into something, and you say you feel more and more emasculated. Now, that's a pretty good word for somebody that's been locked up for 18 months, so you've obviously taken some time, and you, you're pretty articulate guy the way you even put this letter together. So I got a decent job, but it's not the type that will keep her in the lifestyle she's accustomed to. Now, the only way that you know how to do that, you say, is go back to the thing that got you locked up. Okay, now let's be for real now, partner. Being locked up, there's nothing in your house worth getting locked up for unless somebody try to do bodily harm to your wife and kids. This ain't your wife, and these are your kids. Now, if you protect your kid's life, that's one thing. But you want to buy them some stuff? So you're going to go back to prison because of that? Oh, no, sir. Oh, no, sir. Oh, no. Oh, no, we're not going to do that no more. You know, sometimes when you get when you get locked up, sometimes when you lose stuff like your freedom or everything you own, sometimes it's God trying to get our attention to let us see something. And you might be getting the attention of what you see. Maybe your girl is a little bit tricky now. Look, she disappeared twice a week, but then, you know, she told you that she hoped you could step up to the plate and take care of my family so she can let the guy go. What? So in other words, until you can prove to be Mo, she ain't letting this other guy go. Hold up, man. What kind of chick is this now? And we can be a family again. Whoa, wait a minute. But until then, I'm going to keep sleeping with this dude over here. You don't need to say nothing because he taking care of business that you couldn't. Now, you said, I appreciated this guy for holding it down while I was gone. No, you didn't. Stop saying that. You didn't. That's a nice manly thing to say, but you don't appreciate that because you wish you was here doing it yourself. Now, he got a little bit more money than you. Now, your family over there. And now, uh, you say you appreciate him holding it down, but she needs to let him go now and adjust her lifestyle a little bit. I have thought about leaving, 
you know, while I still have some pride and dignity, but I couldn't stand leaving my children again. It's too much to ask of her to move. Is it too much to ask her to lose an expensive apartment so we could build a new life together? She says she loves me more than anything. Well, uh, you can find that out. All you got to do is say, baby, I got the money for a lesser apartment. I want my family together. I don't want you to have to try to service this debt with this older guy. I don't want you to have to pay for your rent with your body. So I think we ought to just, I got us a place. We can all be in here. It's going to be a little bit tight. And you find out right away if she loves you or she loves the arrangement she got. Does she love you or she loves the lifestyle she got? And I ain't really saying nothing bad against this little girl. She got put in a tough position when you got sent away for 18 months. But now you're back and you want some things to go back the way they were. But sometimes they're not meant to go back the way they were, young man. And that's oftentimes what we have to learn in life. The things we want may not be what's in the plan, in the master plan. So you got to kind of be open to that because maybe you're finding out some things. If it ain't this dude right here, partner, it could be somebody else. Mm. Now, I'm not going to do what women do and say that once a cheater, always a cheater. I'm not going to say that. I'm saying, but you got to at least find out if she's willing to cut some of this go if she loves you more than anything and wants y'all to work together as a family. Or she going to keep servicing this debt because that's what she doing. And that puts hmm. you in a bad position. Your dog going to write it emasculate you. Every time you look out the door, you know your girl going somewhere twice a week, staying out all times of night. You at the house with these kids. You know where she at. But y'all don't say nothing about it. Uh, I don't want you to get frustrated and then wind up doing something stupid. So before you do that, I know you think if you walk away that it's just going to push her into his arms, but she's already in his arms. So you really not pushing her nowhere. You just moving out so you can get yourself together. And I think you need to focus on that. Keep taking care of your kids. Don't ever stop taking care of your children. That's our responsibility as men. Whether we're in love with the girl or not anymore has nothing to do with our responsibility as men and fathers. You have a main obligation to take care of your children. If you do that, then you're being a man. There's nothing that says you have to stay with her. Try to work through it and work it out. If you don't want to, you don't have to. But you do have to take care of them kids. That's not an option or an excuse. So take care of the kids and then uh, ask her if she's ready to make this thing a family. You know, everybody makes mistakes and give her a chance to let you know where she stands on it. That's my suggestion, right, young Steve. man. That's right. You can post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour from the talk, our girl, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, introduce our girl from the talk. She is here. Cheryl Underwood. Steve Harvey, listen, man. I ain't even left the house, man. I've been in my pajamas eating cereal. These hearings is off the chain. I ain't never seen so many white people testifying against each other since Law and Order. Where's Sam Waterston? Listen to me, they dropping dimes up here. Listen, they telling everything. They talking about Trump didn't care about the Ukrainians. All he cared about was getting the Bidens. I'm like, damn. And, and what is going on with the Republican Party? 
Mm. You know, cause they ain't, they, ain't, they ain't still b- drinking the Kool Aid. What is going yes, on, Thomas? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, they drinking the Kool Aid. They be like, so what? So what? So what? So what? You know what I'm saying? That ain't Gulps the way this supposed straws. to be. Yeah, this is an abuse what of power. <laughs> Oh, gulps they drinking the Kool-Aid and in gulps and straws. That's how they drink. Man, they ain't, they ain't <laughs> sipping. They, they, they oh, gulping gulps. and Steve. Um, I, yeah. I'm trying to yeah. figure out, Steve, what the, what, what is Trump, what is he hypnotizing them? What they sleeping <laughs> together? What's, what's going on? No, can I tell you what it is? Cheryl, can what I it tell is, you what Steve it is? Harvest? What it is, Steve Harvest? So many of them. Yes. And I kid you not, there's a deep admiration for him for his mm-hmm. base. Look at him. He's up there telling them what he want to tell them. He's saying yep. what he want to say. He's yep. rich. He's got yep. strippers. He's yep. got Playboy buddies. <laughs> He's got yep. all them buildings with his name on it. He's got, yep. he's got his own airplane with Trump on it. He's got helicopters, yep. and he's on TV. And he takes women to his house, and he's on Steve, TV. did you say helicopters? He's got helicopters and he's got women over his house when his wife ain't there. And I'm telling you, man, there is a deep admiration for a lot of people who ain't got no problem with their lifestyle because that's what they do if they had that money. I really believe that. He believe he is the dictator. He is El Jefe. Yeah. He is King uh, Jaffe Jaffur from Zamunda. He believe he is everything. <laughs> and everything he does, he cool with doing it because everybody around him is either suckers or scared. And mm-hmm. they won't walk up and boss up on this dude. But uh, I, I think the hearings is off the chain. They dropping so many dimes. Man. Man. People get, oh, told on Junior. <laughs> what you got to say, Junior? I know. <laughs> they need to stop them two from talking. That's what they need to do. If Trump need to get out that White House, get down there to that Capitol Hill and stop them two from talking. Uh-uh. <laughs> the white people's mad. The white people's mad. They when mad. they go testify, they define subpoenas and everything. They say, you yeah. ain't tell me who I'm going to talk to. Man, you know, white people, when everything. they get indignant, they just show up and start telling stuff. You be like, yeah, <laughs> he did all that. <laughs> Man. All right, Cheryl. <laughs> Thank you so much, girl. <laughs> we got to get out of Damn. here. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour. I know, right? Uh, is Rihanna trying to tell us something? We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here's a question. Is Rihanna, who we all know and love, is she trying to tell us something? In order for Rihanna to shine bright like a diamond, or wait, let me change that because her name is Rihanna. Okay, Rihanna. In order for Rihanna to shine bright like a diamond, uh, she might be taking a break. She's 31 years old. She's an entrepreneur. We all know that. Well, yesterday, uh, Rihanna took to Instagram to share a pouty selfie while wearing an oversized black hat, gold chains, and a t-shirt that read, Art School Dropout. Okay, now in the caption, she wrote to all my friends, family, co-workers who I have yet to get back to in the past month. Please forgive me. This year has been quite an overwhelming one, and I'm working on that ish called Balance BRB. All right, we all know that BRB means be right back, right? Okay. Uh, uh, That was the final message to her fans. So the question is, is Rihanna going to be right back? Is she taking a break? Uh, well, she just BRB might be. Was big round booty. I thought that was BRB with big round booty. That ain't what that is. <laughs> For us, huh? It's be right back. Okay. All day. All right. Go ahead. 
Oh, big round booty. I mean, but we all need to take a break every now and then. I mean, don't you guys agree? I mean, absolutely. Everybody got to take a break. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you sucking your teeth? That's what you yeah, because I just took a break just now. That right there, that was my break for the morning. <laughs> but you know, she's got her multi-million dollar Fenty beauty line. She's got her lingerie. She's got her, her, her clothing line. I mean, she's got so much. She hasn't made music in, what, three, four years now. People are, are, are really asking her to make music, but... Um, Sometimes, you know, it does. I mean, I, I believe there's some truth to it that this year has been an overwhelming one because she's been busy, 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 you know? You so we all need to take in a the fire. Hey. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Everything get out. She mm-hmm. good. She, she, she still sang. She'll be back. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. like Rihanna. I mean, Love she's her. made a lot of money, man. Yeah. She she mm-hmm. can afford to take some time off and, and, just, and, and just reinvent or do something. You know, yeah. whatever her heart desire, really, yeah. man. We, we all have to reinvent ourselves sooner or late. All of us do. Right. So, That's right. Yeah. That's right. If we want to stay relevant. All right. So check right. this out. A Florida man pulled over for reckless driving explained to the cops that he needed to get home in a hurry because he was out cheating on his wife. Surely you understand this, Mr. Police man. Surely you understand this, Mr. Police I got to get to the house right <laughs> now. It's, I know you didn't make it. Damn near dawn. <laughs> he was clock Steve going. <laughs> he was going 90 miles an hour. His oh, yeah. name is yeah, John Earl. Uh-huh. His name is John Earl Pickard. He's 52 years old. The officer, though, was neither uh, interested nor was he sympathetic uh, to Pickard's extramarital affair and placed him under arrest for reckless driving. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what time it was though. That's that when you drive in ninety, it's five thirty. Ain't nobody out. A.M. Yeah. 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 It's AM yeah, yeah. Damn near dawn. As we lay moments <laughs> right here. If you're married, <laughs> speeding has to occur between <laughs> one thirty five AM and five thirty AM. Them four hours is critical. Got to get your behind you got back. To get to the house <laughs> so you can at least say, Well, I came in last night. But it has to be dark for Uh you to say that. Oh, yeah. uh, If he can get to that driveway by three and just sit in there, you good. Mm -hmm. Just sit in the driveway and when they come out there looking for you, you sleep. Yeah, in the car. Yeah, you sleep in the car. You cannot ease in the bed. No. They gonna feel you. They feel that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Try that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they wait till you go to sleep and they look at their phone to see what time it was when uh-huh. you got in bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got, oh, they, oh, they go. <laughs> Where can you go sleep the in the house uh, in, in, in a neutral zone? Yeah. Where can you go? What's a good spot? Sleep at? Living room couch. <laughs> I was watching TV. <laughs> Coming up, more music, more trending topics on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, a one-of-a-kind Patek Philippe watch broke a world record when it sold at an auction for $31 million. Whoa, what? what? <laughs> what is that? Well, I'm going to have so much stuff is? with just $31 million. I know. It features, now this watch features a reversible, reversible case in black and rose gold, 18-carat solid 
gold dial plates and a band made of black hand-stitched alligator leather. And guess yeah. what else? It tells time. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> That's it for 31 That's million. That's a concept. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the good thing about it is that the proceeds from the auction are going to a muscular dystrophy charity, so that's really cool. But come on, it, it is really a watch. $31 million. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyway. Not the Yeah. Man, you got to be kidding me, man. Yeah. I mean, we look at our phones now anyway to uh, tell time, right? <laughs> we don't even hardly look at our watches. Our watches million? are considered man. jewelry right now. I steal that. I ain't gonna even lie to you. I steal that. <laughs> oh, you I pay for it? I steal that. I'll take that though. Just get next to it at the auction. Just break out running. I'll take that. Say, Tommy, Tommy, if you can see the price tag and for sure know that. I know that's millions. 31. Oh, yeah. 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 I'll steal that. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up. Oh, let me look at my $31 million watch at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So, guys, John Legend, that's right. I said John Legend is crowned People Magazine's sexiest man alive, baby. Other previous winners include, of course, Dwayne Johnson, Denzel Washington, Brad Pitt, Idris Elba, and David Beckham. Now, see, listen to me. Clearly, I know I don't belong in that group. I'm, I'm good with that. The sexiest, I know that. richest man alive. Yeah. Sexiest, richest man alive. All yeah. them people oh. you just named got money. So let's let's, let's just stop out, this. My brother. And get, no, 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 no. All them people on that list got money. I would be beyond perplexed if they announced that I was the winner. Matter of fact, I called down there to see what the hell was wrong. Am I being pranked? Yeah. Tommy must be behind me. Because ain't no way in hell people have said have made me the damn sexiest man alive. Okay, I ain't okay. even the sexiest man damn near dead. <laughs> okay, so just for just for kicks and giggles, Steve. Uh, mm -hmm. Ring, ring. Hello? Hello, may I speak to Steve Harvey, please? Yeah, this is Steve. What's happening? Oh, hi, Steve. This is Shirley Strawberry from People Magazine. Um, from where? From People Magazine. Oh, okay, cool. What, what y'all, uh, look, for all interviews, uh, you have to call my publicist. Oh, no, office, no, no, okay? no, no. Uh, no, this is not for an interview. You've been in our magazine uh, many, many okay. times. I just wanted yes, to uh, let you know that I have the honor of uh, telling you that you are People Magazine's Sexiest Man of the Year. Hello? Get the f*** out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be bull. <laughs> it's a prank. So, <laughs> Who is this? I can't, I can't Hello? Mr. Harvey, hi. Tommy, it's... quit playing, man. Oh, no. lady, I don't know who you is. Quit playing. Tommy, I know you. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy I'm... on the phone. No, Tommy, there's, no one, uh, there's no one on here but me, Mr. Harvey. Shirley lady, Strawberry, lady, I'm editor. Lady, 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 I ain't got time for this. Tommy. Of People Magazine. <laughs> Tommy Tom. This prank's on you, baby. This prank is on you. No, Mr. no, no. Harvey. Shirley is the co-host of the show. Hey, white lady, listen to me. Listen, listen to me. I ain't got time for this here. Mr. Yeah, you Harvey, call I can't. with your little bougie voice. That ain't even real nobody. That ain't even real. Don't nobody really talk like that. I can't tell if you're excited or if you're angry, Mr. Harvey. I just told you we named you Sexiest Man Alive. 
Congratulations. And what I just say. Girl, girl. <laughs> girl. Y'all ain't know how to get in touch with Will Smith or nothing. You ain't even want to try little ass Kevin. <laughs> he got a nice ass body. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how that would go if Steve were picked oh, for, for sexiest man it. alive, oh, okay? I, I can see you saying all of that. <laughs> <laughs> but can. Congratulations to John Legend. He is a great guy who has it all. Coming up, our last break of the day and some closing inspirational remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, last break of the day, guys. It's been a pretty fun, crazy, crazy, (laughs) ignorant day on this crazy, ignorant show. (laughs) A lot of fun today. But, Steve, now it's time to uh, get a little serious and so we can learn ourselves something. I I just want to encourage people to do something really, really simple today. And I think this is something that most people would agree to want. It's really this simple. Everybody should want more for your life. I'm talking about your life right there, the one that you have. You should want more for your life. You should never allow yourself to become complacent. Now, I want you to understand something. Some people get complacency confused with they don't want to seem ungrateful. Once again, some people get complacency confused with not wanting to appear ungrateful. Well, I don't want to keep asking God for nothing because I don't want him to think I ain't grateful for what I, what I have. Well, thank him for it then. That's really simple. Simply thank God for what you have. That's the gratitude. But then it's still okay to want more for your life. Here's the good news. God actually wants you to have more for your life. God is really looking for people to show off. He really is. I happen to raise my hand all the time and volunteer. I do. I just say, God, pick pick me. Come on, do me. Use me. Show me. Now, that doesn't mean I'm perfect. I'm far from it. But I do want God's blessings to be able to flow through me. So I keep an open channel in my life for that stuff to flow through. First of all, I want more. That's the beginning of getting it. Then I have the good sense to ask him for more. You have not because you ask not. Well, I happen to be a big asker of stuff. So now I want more. I ask for more. Now here's the trick to asking for more and wanting more. You have got to be willing to do more. Uh Uh-oh. Now, you got to do more. Now, that's the one thing that stops so many people from having and wanting more for their life. If God will give you blessings and God will increase your measure in life. If God comes to give you life and give you life more abundantly, if he's promised to do that for you, and what you have to do in return is you have to be willing to do more. 
See, you you can't get more without doing more. Mm. Convenience is built through inconvenience. You can stop wanting what you see everybody else with, and you ain't willing to do what everybody else did to get it. Quit looking at Oprah's pile over there if you ain't willing to do what Oprah did, which the average person is not, because the average person wants to be comfortable. And you can't be successful and stay comfortable. I was interviewing a wrestler on my show yesterday, uh, Dave Batista. Great story, man. This cat was really out of it. Really, really fascinating story he had. And we were talking, and he was talking about living outside your comfort zone. And I told him one of the things that I've had to learn how to do in order to become successful is I've had to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. He said, wow, wow, that's a great way to put it, Steve. I have learned how to be comfortable while I'm uncomfortable. Because in order to get successful, you have to be uncomfortable. You have to do things that you don't feel like doing all the time. You have to show up when you don't want to show up. You have to be there when you feel like being somewhere else. You have to say yes a lot of times when you really want to just say no. That's where you at, man. That's how you become successful. But you can't keep asking God for more and you ain't willing to do more. It doesn't make any sense. It cannot happen that way, folks. So come on. I want you to want more for your life. But there's a scripture that that bags that up too. It said, to whom much is given, much is required. Now, if you don't want the requirements, then he going to have to pull up on the giving. Mm. But if you want the giving, know that here come the requirements. So one more time, if you don't want the requirements, he going to have to pull up on the giving. Do not be the one who blocks your own blessings. Want more for your life and be willing to do the things to accept and receive more. It's just discipline. It's just some more work. But if you just cut out some of the BS, man, man, just cut out some of the happy hours. Just cut out some of the drinking. You can't smoke one every day, though. You can't go to all the clubs. So, man, you're just going to run all the women. That, that's, 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 that's what you're going to do. All of them. I got news for you, man. You can't be successful that way. You can't. Drop it. Oh, yeah. 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 Come on. Drop it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have, have a great, great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 